to the Meet Us in Paris podcast. I'm Zen. I'm Katharina. And I'm Kristen. This is the Meet Us in Paris podcast where we discuss the school of life, travel, which is the best teacher. Previously, we talked about how we chose our travel destinations. Today, we're going to do something a little different. We're going to reveal some of our best tips of how we research our upcoming trips once we've kind of picked a place that we want to go. Um, so do you like adventure? So it's kind of one of these things. There's two types of people and there's mm-hmm. some people in between. There's some people who do it by the seat of their pants and they just do it. It's like, wow, I didn't know that, expect that. Mm-hmm. And then there's people who may be the over planners. <clears throat> and then I guess there is really a third category is just let someone else plan it for you. The bus tour kind of people. So <laughs> I'm kind of curious to hear what you two ladies uh, do. So we'll get to that right after this really quick commercial break. Meet Us in Paris is sponsored by the University of California, Irvine Division of Continuing Education. Do you have an educational goal? At UCI DCE, we're here to help. With over 60 certificate programs available, we've helped over a quarter million students reach their goals, and we can help you reach yours too. You can find us at ce.uci.edu. Dream big. Take risks. Be amazing. And we're back. So I'm a little curious to hear about how you guys do your research on the destinations or the places that you want to go. Um, We actually slipped into the subject a couple podcasts ago when Katharina mentioned, and it was a big surprise to Kristen, (laughs) that um, the CIA website is something to go take a look of in the first place (laughs) when you're going to travel somewhere. Um, so I think it makes a great episode talking about what do you do to kind of figure out what you're going to plan and what you're going to mm-hmm. do once you're on your vacation. So because of that, I'm going to start out with you, Katharina, since yeah. you kind of peaked. Okay. So starting out this now once I decide on what country I'm going to, what I'm going to, how I'm going to plan yeah. my trip in that country. So I kind of go with the flow but what i do do before i go to that country i start researching like of course like top things to do Mm -hmm. in this country and like read reviews and see if there's any museums i want to see or any great restaurants or just iconic things that you should see when you're there so i pick a few places and then after that i just wander and get lost in the city and just kind of randomly like amazing things like pop up or like that's right you're the walk in the woods with the flashlight lady oh yeah the forest you mentioned yeah so i just kind of see where it takes me i go to the iconic spot first like take my photo there i'm like okay yeah. i made it like i was here anything for the gram yeah the saw gram. the statue looked around okay cool and then i just kind of go down different alleys and different pathways and I don't know, it's always cool, like, you stumble upon musicians performing or artists painting mm-hmm. or, like, really amazing coffee shops and cafes and just kind of, you feel more like a local mm-hmm. at that point because mm-hmm. you know, like, you won't really see tourists there because it's really off the path of sure. where tourists would go. So, yeah, that's pretty mm-hmm. much how I do. Do, do you, are you, you said you did research. Are you, is it like book or internet? Oh, or internet. Like anything so, in particular that you look at besides the CIA website? <laughs> so I just go on Google uh-huh. and I type in top things to do in Italy. Or if yeah. I know what city I'm going to, top things to do in Venice or anything like that. And just see what reviews are saying. If it's 
travel that travel travel what's that travel website what travel <laughs> travel travel velocity trip advisor trip advisor the life one yeah that one or any others how about travel do you plan things like transportation or you're trying oh, no. to figure that out i do that the day of yeah when you're actually getting when, when i'm you actually get there? there yeah wow yeah so because i don't know if i'm gonna need a train that day so i don't want to buy like a pass in advance because i'm like well i don't know maybe i'll decide i want to walk somewhere or get totally. on a bus instead or i'll make friends and they'll take me somewhere like mm-hmm. you would hate traveling with me I mean, if I'm with a planner, like, I am a planner to an extent, I guess, but not to the smallest details. So if Mm -hmm. I would travel with you, I will just kind of let you take care of it, and I will just sit back and relax. And then that's also another nice thing. Like, if I know I'm traveling, like, with a group or a tour guide, I'm just kind of like, okay, I can relax. I don't have to, like, figure anything out. Yeah. Yeah. Totally. So kind of traveling on your own is pretty fun, I have to say. You travel on your own a bit, right? Yeah, like usually like I'll go see like family or like mm-hmm. friends, but like to get to them or like if I have a few days on my own, I just kind of like doing my own thing and wandering. So, and then it feels cool. Like you have to like try to speak their language and like trying to buy a bus pass or like which <sighs> so train <fun>. will <laughs> take me here. So that's like that excitement I like of like the unknown and on your own. So, Yeah. That makes sense. <laughs> How about you, Kristen? I, I'm very much like Katharina. I maybe even less. This so. is going to be the most boring podcast ever. Oh, we're done. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, I I do not like planning at all. I'm like very against it. Um, really? Um, I get very frustrated when I'm with a lot of people who want to plan out all these things. Mm-hmm. Um, and. It, it all stems from, I've been on these trips where you are, you know, maybe you have a limited amount of time, maybe you have a lot of time, but you're in this place, like we have to do this, 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 and that. And your trip becomes consumed by checking these things off your list. And maybe they're across the city from each other and it's really hard to get to. Maybe it ends up raining and it just mm. becomes this miserable checklist of we have to do this, this, and that when we're so in this place. It's stressful too. Totally. And I think I went through enough trips of that. Mm-hmm. Uh, to me, I was like, I'm not planning. All I want to do is enjoy being in this city, wherever I am. I just want to get up and see what I see that day. And if there's these big, you know, things at the city's number, you're going to stumble across them eventually. You're going right. to find your way there. But I don't like feeling like I have to see all these things and then, you know, worry about it the whole time that I haven't seen this yet. Um, but with that being said, uh, what I do like to do is... Um, get i follow i love following the social media accounts of cities or people there Mm -hmm. because they're really good about showing you off the beaten path Mm -hmm. kind of things or even just showing you the vibe of what they're known for um or what you can kind of expect in that culture so Mm -hmm. i've really enjoyed that um it gives you just enough but not you know so much that you feel like you've created like this list of things that you need to do when you are there um and i love still lonely planet guidebooks and what i like about that is and i think this all started when we did a a trip to iceland Mm -hmm. um 
that was very much we went for a week we rented a uh, camper van and just went around the island so we didn't plan anything out because we're like we're gonna have this whole week to explore we have a car everything so it more just became like hey we're in this area now let's see what lonely planet says there is to do so it was more just like if we found ourselves somewhere where we wanted to explore it more or we just wanted to see if there was something nearby then we could reference it but it wasn't a matter of um scouring through it and making a list of everything we wanted to do so that's been like a really good like backup yeah, that i i like good. having yeah lonely planet's your favorite of the it is yeah and um i i for whatever reason i'm just used to it and loyal to it now i'm sure the other books are good but when i'm like buying i i actually spring for lonely planet rather than take like the cheaper option even though it's just a different brand just well, because lonely planet like is that. really cool because like let's say a decade or two decades ago if you would go look at all the different types of guidebooks that were out there lonely planet actually had the guidebooks on the countries that were less traveled to right. and it was always done by the man on the ground who actually was mm-hmm. living in the city mm-hmm. so that was really cool so like if you were going to I think they're still like that the people who write the books are like maybe not native there but they are generally like living there right or, right yeah yeah but but what i mean is like like let's say 20 years ago there was only one or two right. um, guidebooks for like Taipei or Taiwan sure and and the thing is you have the lonely planet and then you had Joe's guidebook to yeah. you know whatever oh. whatever and and so all these years they were always willing to go to the the off the beaten path kind of places sure. and they were always good books but my and they changed over the years I used to not like them as much because I, I like pictures I like yeah. color and picture but now they've they've now are more pictures color those types of things so yeah yeah they're really cool to look yeah. at and i think um i've been kind of lucky i guess that people i travel with mm-hmm. if they are planners which is often the case i'm happy to just <laughs> let them figure it out and i'll just follow them because if if i don't know what's coming then i won't be disappointed or yeah, stressed exactly. out if we don't make it or something so it's actually worked out really well that most of the people i travel with they'll map it out and i'm like you just tell me where to go and i'll come with you but i am not about to like get stressed out over yeah. this so. yeah i won't like if i travel with people i try mm-hmm. not to plan too mm-hmm. much mm-hmm. only like the iconic stuff because no like i know me like if my plans change i get very upset yes i'm <laughs> <laughs> yeah so if I, I had a it. schedule like we're doing this at this time we're doing this we're doing this so mm-hmm. we can see this and if someone's like oh well, i don't want to or let's how about let's do that tomorrow and i'm like well that ruins our plan for tomorrow yep. and then i get very irritated yep. and the whole trip i'm like no so i gave that up yeah it worked out perfect for me when um i did a cross-country road trip here in the united states and for half of it my best friend was with me and she is the exact opposite of me so no no, it was it was was perfect so she did all the research before and she would map out everything and i would literally drive us and i just wake up and she's like this is what we're doing today and i found this and we can go do that and i was like great and she would show us around and then it might be like oh she's like your own personal tour guide exactly (laughs) and i just gotta sit back and relax and let her do everything and i i ended up seeing all these great things or whatever because she did the research but i just let her do it and let her pick and i was happy yeah she even found um there is a a replica of the Statue of Liberty in Alabama. What? <laughs> yeah. There's the one same in Tokyo, size too. too? No, it's not the same okay. size, but it, it's somehow connected, whatever. But she was even researching our whole road trip, all these little things that were off the beaten wow. path that we went and found and stuff, That's too. Awesome. So she was all about it. It worked out for me. But I just sit back, relax, and enjoy the ride. 
Yeah. I think I'm... You the planner? (laughs) (laughs) Yep. I I am a real planner, but... uh, Okay, so... I, I'm kind of responsible. Like whenever I go on a trip, it's with I got a wife and I got a daughter, and I'm kind of responsible. The way I feel about it is when we go on a trip, I'm kind of responsible for their happiness. Mm-hmm. And you know, like mm-hmm. I hate taking. I don't. There's a couple things. Is I guess I have gone on trips and I've done the same thing that you guys have done, and I've come back and I'm not kidding you. It's like actually the first time I went to Japan, I went. To, you know, it's typical things. And then there was something after I came back, I looked up some information. It's like, you've got to be kidding. I could have gone to this and it was, I'm not kidding you, it was a <laughs> hundred yards away from something. Yeah, I was I've done already that. there. That so, yeah. so yep. like the, the example is there's, there's a, um, there's, I've mentioned this before, there's a rice cracker shop in downtown Tokyo mm-hmm. and it, it's, oh, I, I exaggerate. It was maybe a quarter mile away from um, a famous temple. Mm-hmm. And it's like, son of a gun. If yeah. I had taken the time to do the research, just a 10-minute difference, I yeah. could have seen the rice cracker shop. And there's also this crazy little tiny amusement park downtown. And it was just a few steps away, too. Sure. So I kind of feel like... Um, so I do this kind of weird planet plan with lots of time and space in between so how, how does your wife like how do you guys travel together does she is she happy to just let you do the traveling or i mean the planning or do you how do you guys split that responsibility you know what i think it's kind of um it's a it's it's both of us right so mm-hmm. i mean it's kind of uh we we it's i mean it starts out kind of seem like you guys it's like okay we're going to tokyo we're going to france we're going to go to spain wherever we're going to go it's like where do you what do you want to see in the city mm-hmm. and then we'll actually go look and we'll find the top 10 list the top 20 list or whatever and then we'll just like circle like we want to see this oh that's another church no not another church <laughs> yeah yeah well we want to see this and we want to see this what we want to see this mm-hmm. and then it's like and then we and i also we so now we have a list of let's say 20 places and then we also kind of prioritize them it's like on a just mentally, it's not like it's not like we have an Excel spreadsheet or something like this. So it's <laughs> I have like done that before. <laughs> yeah. So it's like what if you missed something? What would you really regret missing? So it's mm-hmm. like, well, if you're in France, like, well, we got to go to the Eiffel Tower. We got to go yeah. to the Eiffel Tower. Yeah. But what if you missed? Um, uh, um, what if you missed this ta- uh, the, this church? It's like, well, that's low. So so we have the list that are we want to go see mm-hmm. and the things that are eh, you know like if we miss it maybe next time we'll go see it then we'll i'll actually map the 20 spots out on a map mm-hmm. and then i'll group them it's like oh so these are all in the center of the city and then i'll kind of actually get, lay it out where it's like okay we'll go in this order one two three four five six they're all close together and the ones that we don't care if we miss are six so it's like if we run out of time Eh, no big right, deal. Right. The other thing is that in between, I always put lots and lots of time in between. So, um, like, oh, we're going from here to here. And it's like, oh, I'll throw in an extra half an hour to an hour or something, like half an hour. Sometimes we use the half an hour because, like, oh, my God, check out this little market. Yeah. And so we'll want we'll fall into the same things that you guys talk about. It's like we'll fall into things it's like, oh, my God, look at this old cheese market. Oh, here's another shop. Here's a, And then some of them, it's just like, Oh, we didn't see anything. There wasn't anything interesting in between. Mm-hmm. So we're 
I hate to say it, it's like we're ahead of schedule. <laughs> so then the next gap. That's the last thing like I want to hear on vacation is something about like we're ahead of schedule. Well, it's, it's not schedule. exactly a schedule. It's just like, oh, we'll make it. And, and the thing is, it's, it's fluid. So it's like, no, oh, yeah. let's stay in this museum for an extra half an hour. Or sure. let's go stay here a little bit longer. Oh, we didn't like. So it's just kind of like, here's a list. And if the last things on the list don't get done, yeah. it mm-hmm. really doesn't bother us that much. It just doesn't okay. show up. But we just don't make it there. So, I mean, it's kind of, but also then, you know, also there's the things that I go, oh, what, I had to prioritize. Okay, here's my top three. What's your top three? What do you think the top three will be for um, Emma, you know, for our daughter? Mm-hmm. And it's like, oh, well, we got to go to Disneyland <laughs> or we had to go do this or she'll love, you know, this, yeah. this and this. So it's just kind of this list of things. And then, you know, I think transportation is one of those things where it's like, well, you know, if you're not efficient about the transportation, you waste a lot of time just floating around or trying to figure out how to get into a train. So it's like, sure. eh, roughly the, you know, I know the train stations are relatively <clears throat> close here and they mm-hmm. come out here roughly. But, I mean, we walk around a lot. We see lots of random things. We bump into things. We stay in places that, well, sometimes it's just like, oh, we're here. Like, we were in Japan and we went to... um Akihabara. Yes. Have you been to Akihabara? I loved Akihabara. Akihabara is amazing. And, and we were supposed to we were supposed to spend like three or four hours just poking around. We ended oh, up spending spend a lot like, of time there. Like something like seven or eight. What is that? Um, it's like the anime district and electronics and and anime and stuff. Um, is that where the, those the crosswalk is? No, no. Shibuya. Not, yeah. No, totally different. But. Yeah. Um, I mean, it's like all kinds of like the comic books and it's like a technology and it's like a Las Vegas. There's so many lights out there, and it's like they got there's there's a there's a yo yo doba like camera shop, but the camera shop is like ten stories or twelve stories tall, and it's it's like a huge department store. One full floor of cameras, one full floor of toys. It's the biggest toy shop I had ever seen. All the gotchas on the street. Yeah. The little, like, 50-cent machine. Although they're, like, $5 because it's yen. Yeah. yeah. (laughs) Yes. like, all the gumball machines, all the manga, all the, like, maid cafes, all the, like, you see Gundam in the street. The Gundam cafe. Well, I I was drawn there because I wanted to get a bunch of Sailor Moon stuff. Yeah. And no, there's, like, no Sailor Moon stuff anymore. That's so passe. Yeah. I'm totally, like, you know, dating the... I love... Love Sailor Moon, and I was so excited to go get Sailor Moon stuff. Um, there was like nothing in Akihabara. I was very sad, but the whole district was really fun. Otherwise, so like to kind of give you an idea, that camera shop I was telling you about, they they had you know like the Japanese are fascinated by um, like they have robot toys, yeah. like these you know it's like they got in their anime, they got these huge robots that are like fifty feet tall, and they <laughs> fight the bad guys or fight Godzilla. They actually had a whole section that was the size of a like a um like a like a drugstore and it was complete that whole corner of that floor was dedicated just to robot models nice like something like 10 to 15 aisles of robot models five you know five shelves high and i I didn't recognize anything and i always i thought it was oh i know i'll know what these are it's like i walked it's like i don't recognize a (laughs) single robot here and it was so cool and the aisles were filled with people buying these robots that they really liked and they build these models so i mean it's so what i was trying to say is like so we're flexible it's like okay 
screw everything yeah screw Mm -hmm. everything else on the list we're staying here you know and then it's like if we can make it another day great if not yeah well so i there's a lot of flexibility but it's kind of like planned of if we can make these things that would be great and if not it's not going to kill us so so how do you research or plan for going to a place a second or third time does do your plans or research change well, okay, so the first time I go, I like to go look at um, the tourist agency. Like, they usually have a tourist... Uh, oh, like... Like a Paris tourist something, something. Tourist I look at that. bureau or whatever. Tourist bureau. Yeah. Um, that is one of the things I like to do. To, and lots of times you can get discounts for things through there. Like, oh, sure. When I went to the Eiffel Tower, I got a discount to the Eiffel Tower or whatever, whatever, whatever. Yeah. Um, some places I also like to... Um, if it's not as accessible, like if the city is just like there's too much traveling, I'll actually book a tour. Mm-hmm. And so I've done this for Hong Kong. First time I went to Hong Kong, I booked a tour. It took us all over the place for one day, all over the island. And then the rest of the vacation, all we did was like, we liked these three things that they took us to. And we mm. spent the day there. So something yeah. they gave us an hour. Mm-hmm. We ended up the next couple of days and just like we picked the ones we liked the most and we stayed there the day. Right. So it, it the second time around is like sometimes it's, we repeat the things that we like the most Mm -hmm. and then we try to find new things that we didn't see the first time around yeah yeah Yeah. how about you um i've never doubled up on a country yet poland except poland but that's like family you've never doubled up Mm -hmm. on a place no except poland and then that's i'm like oh let's go to this big city now when i'm here let's go to this city yeah 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 but how about you, Kristen? What do you do when you double up? I like to be even less like um, touristy, almost. I, I gotta say, the second time around, yeah. I way I'm more relaxed, so much more relaxed. You know, it's yeah. like I've already seen everything I need to yeah. go see, and it's yeah. like let's go hang out in restaurants. So, yeah. so yeah, that's true, definitely. And, and you know, I do have to say, um, I mean, like after you go to a place then when you talk to people about it and it happens when you don't plan that you miss something that you yeah. someone's like oh did you end up seeing that I'm like I have no clue what you're talking about and you look it up and you're like oh I was oh, right man. there and didn't know yeah. so yeah. actually maybe it's the opposite maybe then I do know oh I should actually seek that out because I heard about it but I even more just like I know the vibe and I know maybe like the neighborhood that I like or mm-hmm. this area so mm-hmm. maybe even less research than before but I don't, I mean, I think we still, like, I guess we kind of go back. So, like, if the first time we go, there's like, it's kind of like, oh, you had to see the Eiffel Tower, you had to go see this. You know, like, if I were to go back to Paris, I would definitely go, oh, we need to go to the Eiffel Tower and we need to take a picture in front of it since we're here. Well, sure. But I wouldn't go on it again. Yeah. I wouldn't go into the Eiffel Tower a second time. I mean, it's a beautiful sight, but it's like, there's other things to do. Are you the kind of person that you you need to do those touristy things? Like you need to go up in the Eiffel Tower. You need to go to a show at the Moulin Rouge. Or like mm. how do you approach those I tourist traps? Say show again? in Moulin Rouge. It was awful. You did? Yeah. <laughs> I was 15. Oh, wow. Okay. And Or no, sorry. 16. Okay. And it was like a planned tour and everything so we, like we did the touristy stuff and i was like mom why are we here was it so it awkward was just, or what just a bunch of there was like some women but mostly men really yeah oh and then they're like f- like nude there's like this oh. one naked woman <laughs> swimming with uh, anaconda in a 
<laughs> big tank. Wow. Look on your face, by the way. I know. <laughs> it was just awful. And then I, it was just, I was just looking at the men. I'm like, yeah, this uh. is so gross. This is so gross. <laughs> I'm like, Mom, why are you? Oh, nice. So never again. I thought yeah. it would be like more like Can Can and right. like, like the movie Moulin Rouge. Yeah, right? I know. Yeah. No, <laughs> just like at that. the very end, they did like the traditional Can Can, mm. and they had skirts on, but the tops were okay off. Huh. So I was like, okay, okay. I don't know if I had to go do all the tourist stuff necessarily. I, I, like, refuse to do that touristy stuff because I'm just convinced that everywhere in the world now they just put a cash register next to these and that's it. Like, what is the benefit of going up to the top of the Eiffel Tower, seeing Moulin Rouge? Because it's just become a, yeah. a say you did it, a spectacle. Like, that, I mean, maybe that show is what it used to be, but that's not what the Moulin Rouge got famous on. You're not seeing no. the Moulin Rouge show. So what's the point? Yeah. You know, I guess, you know... I, this is completely different, but I like the the reason why you like the Eiffel Tower in particular. I could have been happy with taking a picture in front of it, but it's one of those. The I view. always I like vistas. Yeah. I, mm. So like when I go any city or country, I mean it was really nice. The views are really nice. Yeah, I like to see a vista view of the city, and like in Japan, I mean you could, there's so many places you can go to vista views that are not necessarily some of them are free some of them are tourist sites mm-hmm. tokyo tower is a tourist site mm-hmm. went to that um, one <laughs> tokyo tower is kind of cool <laughs> i just, was in it during a huge lightning storm oh that's terrifying. i've never that's been, been more terrified cool. in my life not even on that flight to oslo <laughs> no that was uh, i'm plane my biggest fear error. is lightning really yeah, yeah so i waited it out and i was at the Aww. very top and i was just and i was shaking and i'm like no 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 but it's a beautiful okay I'm i mean sorry it's you beautiful got that. it's a beautiful vista view yeah hit like all the buildings also terrifying <laughs> but then i'm like we're like the tallest ones here Ooh, like we probably yep. got hit <laughs> i'm sure you did yeah i was trying i was just looking at the floor i am not <laughs> a view person at all. Really? I have no desire to seek out views from the top like that. Huh. I, I lived in New York for years and years and years. I To this day, I have never gone to the top of the Empire State Building. I do not care. Wow. I know. I'm not well, adamantly against but it. But you know what? No <laughs> New Yorkers ever been to it either. <laughs> and they've never. Well, been... you always have to take your friends and family who come visit you. But, so but usually you hit all the spots. Yeah. Yeah. But if you have friends, yeah. like I have, a, I have a cousin who lived in New York as well. And the thing is like, Oh, let's go to the Statue of Liberty. And we went there. It's like, I had never been here. And actually, right, when, I, right. when I went to Rome, so the thing is, like, I wanted to go to the Vatican. It's like, sure. work, you know? So we went to the Vatican, and my cousin, who was at the time was, like, probably 30, 35, she's like, she's like, and you're like, oh, what, where's this and where's this? She goes, I have no idea. It's like, why don't you know? It's like, I've never been here. It's like, you've lived here your whole life for 30 <laughs> yeah. years, and you've never been to the Vatican. She's yeah. like, no, I've never been to the Vatican. It's so funny how you lose that perspective. Yeah. Like, I mean, okay, so my sister, um, she married into an English family, and they Mm -hmm. are from very northern England, so they're on the Scottish border, and his parents have never been outside of that county. They've never been to London. They, I don't even think they've been to Glasgow, Scotland, or anything, which sounds insane, but even, like, growing up in California, I knew people who never went to San Francisco. Yeah. That's true. What? And I'm like, yeah. that's not that crazy, but it just sounds different when it's somewhere else. Yeah. You know... I, I guess I'm a little bit different because, like, when I lived in Ohio, um, I lived in Cleveland in the Columbus area for years. Mm-hmm. And the thing is that I have gone 
to every little small town that had a stoplight in it in the in that whole in that whole state because I just wanted to see sure. the middle yeah. of nowhere. I've gone um, long distance bicycling, slow you know like hundred mile bike tours, just to go see these little cities. With a stop, I remember it's a couple times. It's like, oh, we need to get water. It's like, okay, that city's coming up. It's like, we're coming up to this city. We must have passed it. Where was that? There was like literally, it was a crossroad, and there was like a wow. stop sign. And and when I came to California, it's like, well, I want to see what San Diego looks like. I want to see what the beach looks like. I want to go. So I guess no matter where I'm at, I just kind of want to see what's around everything. I just want to see mm. everything. Yeah. And that's kind of, I've, I've mentioned before, I like to go to a city and stay in one place. I don't like to travel mm. around. And I just want to explore the whole city. So. Yeah. Teach your own. Yeah, of course. Yeah. Teach your own. So. But I feel like sometimes like you, I'm like, I can't believe you've never done this. But then I can think like, oh, I mean, I've never been to Death Valley. And I'm sure there are tons of people who. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean, really? I've been, to, I've been to like Joshua, Joshua Tree, Tree and Palm Springs and Lancaster. No, I've never done Yosemite. Oh, See, what? like this, people like me exist. <laughs> yeah, somehow yeah. you made it through all of Paris, but somehow yeah, you made right. Yosemite, which is four hours away. Yeah, so you know, it's beautiful. I know. And my mom Redwood. goes like practically every month, and I just never make it. So I'm oh, never around or I'm busy or whatever. But yeah, but I mean, it's there is so much to do and see. Sometimes you don't make it even in, you know, your own backyard. Yeah. Yeah. Because so. you know you'll have it. Cause yeah. Because you live here. So I'm not a top priority. Yeah, what do I care? <laughs> I have this really weird fear of not being seeing everything before I die. Well, you're not going yeah. to. <laughs> Sorry to break it to you. It's just it's a sad reality. Yeah, exactly. It is. But I mean, at the same time, it's just like I got this. This is why I like to travel. It's just like. What's around the corner? Yeah. What haven't I seen? Yeah. What what do you, why do people love to live here? It's like Well, I, not everyone loves to live where they are either. No, but <laughs> but what I mean is like I think every corner that I've ever been to, uh, been to on this earth there's there's some charm to it ex- except for Oklahoma City. Um never <laughs> been that's I can't just say. Me. Yeah. Sorry. I actually have some friends who love Oklahoma City. I was not a fan. But hmm. once again, it's just like, wow, There's. it seems to me anywhere there's people, there's some kind of charm or something interesting or something different. Yeah. And, and to learn mm-hmm. about the people there. For sure. Mm-hmm. So, boy, yeah. that's a far... No. W- what was the original subject? <laughs> planning. 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 It got into, you know, planning your second time around. Yeah. So that's how we segued there. But, yeah. Any any <laughs> other comments on that? Um, how about the third time around? Or how about a place you've been to but you wouldn't go a second time? Oh. Which country? Well, okay. So I went to Nicaragua, and it was fine. I enjoyed it. Managua, the capital, I would never in a million years want to go back to. Why? It was so... Dirty, and I say this. I've been places. It's not the dirt. It was like somebody took a trash can and just overturned oh, no. it on the city. They just throw paper and litter everywhere. It was like you know, on the corners they, or like in the streets, they would sell like the little juices in the plastic bags. Mm-hmm. I I couldn't have any because I was American and I would probably get you know yeah. a bug from it or something. But um, they would just drink it and then just toss it in the street, and oh. it was just so literful like everywhere it was like really depressing it wasn't that great um 
you know, there were a few neat things that you might see there. But at any rate, I don't really have much of a desire to go back to Nicaragua. But um, the Corn Islands are Nicaragua, which are supposed to be beautiful. And I didn't make it there. So, I mean, like, there are some places like that are parts, part of it. Yeah. But um, I enjoyed what I did see Nicaragua in the south when you go to um, Granada. It was, like, one of the – it might have been, like, the first, like, Spanish settlement in oh, Central wow. America or something like that, which was really neat um, and cute. But that was a kind of place where I felt like, oh, I saw that and I saw the jungle and I saw the volcano and I'm good. You're good, yeah. 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 I think there's two places that I wouldn't go back to. Um, but it's more of a reflection of me than mm. – um, it's it's they are not places that are lacking it's just it doesn't appeal to me as a person mm-hmm. so the first one is um vancouver oh um i think vancouver is beautiful now you're I, telling me to go and you won't go a second but, yeah, time <laughs> but but the thing is it's a type of person that you are oh, okay. that i think you would love it and that's what i'm saying it's a more of a reflection upon me than it mm. is a reflection of, of mm. the city Got it. and vancouver is absolutely gorgeous it's um there's so many like if you're an outdoors person there's you know there's skiing there's downhill bicycling during the summer there's out hiking there's and i hate all that (laughs) fair enough so so and then and and the city is i mean there's a few cute areas but like i usually like places that have lots of museums okay so i i always i'm trying to learn something yeah um they have a fabulous um totem pole museum yes fabulous i mean and from I the love first it. nations people exactly yeah. and mm-hmm. and they have actually if you look at the, the the money they actually have a sculpture there that's actually on all the canadian money yeah huh. um but it's just not interesting enough for me to you know that's one of the few places i, I really enjoy saying. yeah um i want to go see art i want to go see like a natural history museum i want to go learn some there's a in japan they have a a japanese history museum i want to learn about japan yeah um so not being an outdoors person i vancouver is a little dull for me and the same thing is on the second place is um i've been to santiago chile we have family there and um, once again, it's a beautiful city. Mm-hmm. They have so many things to do, like outdoors. They have wine tours. And, well, luckily, unfortunately for me, it's like I, I, I'm not a big wine drinker. Mm-hmm. And I am not a hiker. And uh, so it's like and there's not too many museums there. Yeah. It's beautiful. Okay. The food is amazing, though. Yeah. I mean, if you want to eat, it's a great place to eat. But, you know, I, I like to go... Like I said, I want to see what's around the corner and see something interesting and learn something. Yeah. And it's the city has some beautiful European-like architecture because the um, settlements are the Italians and the Spanish who have come down there. But for me, it's just a little bit dull. So it's not a reflection of the city. It's not the city. Yeah. It's it's more of a me thing. Yeah. Yeah. I get it. What about so. you? So mine... Well, like, you've never been to two places. Or uh, the same place twice. No. But... But a place I wouldn't want to go back. I know, like, lots of my friends liked it and would want to go back, but China. I've actually heard that. Which part Yeah, China, which part were you in? I was in I mean, Shanghai. Oh. And I... have I, not been when it's a real city. Okay. But I just... I like my personal space. Uh, oh. And when you go to China, it's like you kind of have to accept the fact that you won't have your personal space. Yeah. And it's very collective, the society. So I was like, I knew what I was getting into, but 
like I cannot handle crowds. I cannot handle crowds. I can't handle someone touching me and breathing on me. And I was at a train station trying to buy a ticket, and there's this guy behind me. I've never been so mad in my life. He was behind me, pretty much like almost like touching my back, yeah. right? And he's bleeding. <gasps> oh! Oh! <laughs> Yeah, he's holding his eyeball. He's bleeding. And I'm with my suitcases. And I'm like, if the, his blood gets on me, I'm going to lose it. So yeah. then I start, like, taking my suitcase and, like, shaking it for him to, like, back away from yeah, me. Yeah, And I'm just like, I can't handle this. And then I have allergies and the smog. Uh. And I got food poisoning from the food. And I'm like, I just can't yeah. handle it. Like, everyone was nice. Like, it was... I mean, there's some nice things to look at, but I don't know. I went in August, and it smelled so bad in Shanghai, too. And I was like, I can't. (laughs) I just don't want to be here. And then when I went to Japan, I was like, oh, I can breathe again and see the blue sky. So, I've got a story about Yeah, No, I was just going to say, I struggle with the space issue. Americans apparently have one of the biggest... Wide personal space. Birth, yeah. yeah, yeah, the personal space area. So I struggle with that when I go other places yeah. because I I get I don't know territorial if people get yeah. too close to me. And I'm just like I don't know. Like, are you trying to take something right. from me, or are you sick and you're breathing on me? Yeah. And I'm ready, not feeling well right now. And yeah, I have to really talk myself down in my head. Oh yeah, same. Yeah. I was like, oh my gosh, okay, keep it together. Yeah, yeah. you're fine. <laughs> you're fine. Just hold Aww. everything in front of you. Yeah. And then sanitize your hands constantly. Like, okay. so My wife is the same way. So this is my story. It's like we come back from Asia and we're getting off the plane. And, of course, you know, you've been on the plane coming back from Asia. And it's just like what you want to do is get off the plane. And she starts immediately grousing. She's like, oh, my God, I wish these people sit down. And it's like, (laughs) and I'm like, Vanessa. We have just been in Asia now for two weeks, yeah. and everyone's been touching you and this, and like bumping into you and this and that, and you never said a word. And then all of a sudden we hit, the, we're here, and then you're like, "Why? What's going on?" And she's like, "It's not okay here." Yeah, <laughs> ah. it's like it's okay. That's the, that's the culture over there, exactly. but here completely Context is totally different. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So it's just yeah. this I'm one. the same way. <laughs> here I will I'll tell someone to back away from me. Yeah, like no, if they're in line hovering fair. over that's me, I'm like, yeah. okay, can you please back? Like, yeah. please back off. It's like, contextual, right? Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah, yeah. Like in China, I accepted it. I'm like, the, I'm here for five days. Yeah. I have to make the best of them. it. Yeah. And I'm just gonna <laughs> be the best I can be here. And wow. Hope for the best. Yeah, I, I have not been to China, but I've heard a lot of people say they didn't really have much of a desire to go back. Yeah. No and part of China. Like, reasons. What? No part of China, like Hong Kong, Macau, Me? or I had um, a layover in Hong Kong. Okay. Like I want to go to Hong Kong. I think that would be different. Okay, Maybe, so... Maybe, I think. <laughs> I don't know. It just seems like it's more... I, I think... I don't know. A bee and, like, there's more to do, I guess. a little bit more of its own culture yeah. kind of thing going on. We're going so Maybe. far away from original topic, but I I'm going to go, go for it. All right. So... Dive in. Hong Kong... Um, I always say Hong Kong is the most accessible part of China for a Westerner. Okay. And I that's my suggestion. If you're going to start out to go to Asia, <laughs> go mm-hmm. you should go there first. And there's a couple reasons. First of all, um, it's uh, it's everyone's downtown uh, downtown Hong Kong. They speak English. 
So that's, that's incredibly helpful is if you need to get a cab, if you so like going like to Japan and no one not very few people speak the but they're very English. helpful, even they're very though helpful. They can't but speak. <laughs> their English is halting, but what I mean is it's yeah. just like when you're going to another country for a first time in this Asia, Hong Kong is very easy to navigate. <coughs> um the signs are all in English, along with Chinese. Crazy. They um People speak English. You run into like if you're going outside of the downtown area, occasionally some people don't speak English. Yeah. But like the most, on occasion you run into a taxi driver who doesn't. But for the most part, everyone speaks English, so it makes it very easy to navigate the city. Mm-hmm. It's very easy to find things. Um, for me, it's like when I see a Chinese name that's uh, of a street name that's uh-huh. like turned into English. It's very difficult for me to remember if it's, it's if it's like a Bloor Street, I can remember. But if it's you know, Shanghai Way, which oh, yeah. has no reference to me in my sure. head, it's very difficult for me. So like that's why Hong Kong is um, great in that manner. Yeah. Um. It's so it's kind of a blend between Western and that'd be good. Yeah. I mean, in China, right when I got off the airport, I got in a taxi, and then the taxi driver. Drove on the wrong side of the road to pass traffic. Oh, and oh, they did that I was, in India too. And I was screaming <clears throat> and I was yelling, and oh. he was just kept going. I'm like, oh my gosh, I might not make it. You know the oh. whole Chinese joke about taxi drivers, right? No. Okay, so like, is this PC? you know, there's a, this, know. no, no, it's PC. <laughs> okay. It's silly. So like, you know, a young lady gets into a taxi in China, and she's like, gets in the taxi, and and taxi driver's driving around and and he blows right through a st- red stoplight and she's like whoa 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 that was a red light because yeah don't worry about it my cousin does this all the time and she's like oh my god so the guy keeps on going and, and then they come up to another red light and sure enough the taxi blows through it it's like whoa what are you doing it's like don't worry my cousin do this, does this all the time and then all of a sudden oh there's a gosh. green light and he stops dead. It's like, okay, this is insane. Why did you stop? It's like, well, my cousin might be coming the other way. Oh, my <laughs> God. I don't get it. <laughs> don't worry. No, because the cousin would always drive through red lights. Here's right. So if he had a green light, he would oh! stop. His cousin, His cousin would be, would be running the red light. Wow. Okay, I think. Don't mind me. Okay, I think we devolved enough. So I, we're, I think I'm we're sorry. <laughs> it's been a long week. Okay, with that joke, bad, oh bad God, joke. That's I think good. We'll call it for today. So if you liked our podcast, please share it with your friends. (laughs) Also, a big thank you to our sponsor, the University of California, Irvine Division of Continuing Education, where you can find all the professional programs that you need. Um, If you'd like to find us and learn more about our programs and courses, you can find us at ce.uci.edu. Once again, ce.uci.edu. Thank you for listening again. We had a lot of fun, and we'll see you next week. Bye. Adios. Bye.